intelligent, conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's hour two, hour dose. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Andrea K. Show. It's Friday Eve. Glad to have Jesus. you. Gotten, uh, indeed. Indeedy. Um, last hour, we spent a good bit of time talking about the baby formula crisis across the country. And we actually have a, a solution that somebody called in and gave to us for temporary emergency baby formula. And the instructions are at wehavekids.com forward slash parenting, forward slash emergency, hyphen baby, hyphen formula. So that uh, just because we, you know, one of the things we started doing a while back on the Andrea K show was it was, you know, it's it's it, it's fine. I'll sit and identify the problems and yammer about that. But we got to be the solution. What's the solution? We got to be thinking solutions. And so uh, we put it out to you guys to help us come up with some solutions here that we could share because I don't know nothing about feed no babies. So... <laughs> And it, that was a reference to Gone with the Wind, by the way, which I don't think is allowed to be played anymore anywhere, right? I, you know, because that supposedly was banned by the disinformation crowd. Um, all right. So um, speaking of disinformation, we got lots of disinformation to share, to continue to share. After the first break, we've got uh, County Supervisor, San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond is going to be here to talk about the misinformation in the form of them voting and how they redefined what it means to be a woman here in San Diego. Do you have any idea what this means for your daughters in school, in sports, etc.? Well, Jim Desmond will be here to share that with you. 888-344-1170. Uh, now we got to get into uh, the disinformation that continues surrounding the pandemic and uh, the shots. But of course, sticking around for our dose, as he is always for our Uno, is none other than DJ Potatoskins. Oh, but, but, but wait, Andrea, I thought mm-hmm. Fauci said that the pandemic was it was over. Well, you know, they never intended for. You know, what is a pandemic? And, you know, is it one virus or could it be just that maybe now because we've realized with this COVID and how then it became COVID-19 and then it became this variant and then it became that variant and this variant. Now we got we just got more viruses coming on. Maybe we just need to stay in pandemic mode forever because we just really want to take care of you people. And so we need to be able to control every aspect of your life. Um, Some radio show uh, here locally was saying that that's what that's what their goal was too. Oh, uh, we were saying this 2 years ago and and people were telling me recently, "You know what? Stop talking about that COVID. That's over. That's over. Is it really? It's never going to be over." And you don't believe me? Listen to Joe Biden clip 2. That are owned by the United States government, including stabilized spike protein that is used in many COVID-19 vaccines. We're standing up a new pilot program working with the Global Fund to expand access to rapid testing and antiviral treatments for people in harder to reach areas. And we're increasing our support for a new pandemic preparedness and global health security fund that will be established at the World Bank this summer with $450 million in seed funding. I particularly want to commend Indonesia and Italy for their leadership in helping make this fund a reality. And I'm encouraging other leaders to join me in 
and and upping their commitments. You know, we're going to face together global health crises. This is not the last one we've had. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. So we have to invest now, now. We have to secure political commitments now. We have to start working to prevent the next variant and the next pandemic now. And that's, and you know, that, that, that's going to require all of us, all of us to do more. I encourage every leader to ask yourself, what more can I do? How can we work more closely together to help more people? How can we save more lives? That's why I continue to call on Congress here at home to take the urgent action to provide emergency COVID-19 funding that is vital to protect Americans, to make sure we're that we maintain our, our supplies of COVID-19 tests, treatments, and vaccines, including next-generation vaccines that are being developed. The request also includes $5 billion to keep up our global partnership in the fight against COVID-19 and sustain our efforts to get, get shots in people's arms all around the world, expand access to treatment, and save lives everywhere. We can do this. We can control COVID-19. We can start to build a better, healthier, and more secure future today. Oh, it was all I could do to get to, to force myself to sit and listen to that. We got babies that, can't, that don't have, have formula, and yet it's continued to push and push and push for a pandemic that is over. We, you're right, the, the people that think we shouldn't be talking COVID anymore. No, we shouldn't be. There's no reason for it. We have no pandemic. And what you can tell that this is about, if you've been paying attention, that this is about, and and everything that he just talked about, is about the exploitation of a virus that did start in Wuhan, China. So did, not far from where Pfizer has a couple of labs. And this virus was used to transform America, to seize control of industries, people's lives, their jobs, shut healthy people into their home, force healthy people to be tested, force healthy people to get shots that they didn't want, force pregnant women to get shots they didn't want. And this happened globally. Globally. I don't, I don't remember if it was Patrick Wood, who's the technocracy expert or someone else who said that it, you know when the world leaders around the world are all using the same exact talking points, using the same exact one-size-fits-all tyrannical communistic controls over their citizens, that this is about the global, re- the, uh, the Great Reset. And he's trying to push now more, 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 more money, more, get more leaders on board, try to get Congress on board. They know if they're looking at the polls. There's a poll that came out today. Continued polls coming out to say, stop this hysteria. It ain't about Roe v. Wade for me right now as, as, as an American citizen. I, I can't, I can't, uh, you know, gas up my car and go to work, right? They know that they've got a window, that it's primaries right now, going into the midterms. They're trying to get everything that they want done pushed through Congress in order to, to transform America to the point to where it will be too late. Next time we have a Republican in the White House. Which is which is quite a ways away. Um, it's also tied into. I don't have time to get into how it's tied into to Ukraine. But you think about this: five billion dollars. Uh, Got to maintain our supplies of COVID nineteen tests and treatments and vaccine. What treatments? You denied us the actual treatments that worked. We can do this. We can control COVID nineteen. It's already been controlled. 
there's not one hospital right now that's overrun with people dying of COVID. This is nonsense. This is about continuing to try to push for submissiveness on the part of the American people. I've said to everybody, look, you want to get the shot, get the shot. But the Pfizer documents have proven that they've known how dangerous they were. You're playing Russian roulette with it. People are dying. People have uh, you know, children. They've known that it, they, they were pushing out one of the most evil demonic lies associated with this was that everybody had an equal chance of getting it and an equal chance of dying it, dying from it. And they pushed pregnant women to get these shots. I think it's a coincidence that they're taking baby formula away from babies that are American citizens, giving it to illegals, that they tried to expand Roe v. Wade into infanticide. Right. And that they didn't care. They hid in the documents that they had that these shots should not be given to pregnant women and that these shots leached into breast milk. They don't care how many babies. There's a war on babies in this country. There's a war on Americans. And they're trying to make sure that they win this war and cause as many casualties as they can before the midterm elections. Which is why he also says this in clip one. Today, we're at a new stage in fighting this pandemic facing an evolving set of challenges. We have to double down on our efforts to get get shots in people's arms, country by country, community by community. Ensure we have reliable and predictable supplies of vaccines and boosters for everyone, everywhere. Expand access globally to tests and treatments. And we have to prevent complacency. This summit is an opportunity to renew our efforts to keep her foot in the gas when it comes to getting this pandemic under control and preventing future health crises. Collectively, we're making a significant new commitments to help keep up the fight against COVID-19 in 2022, protect the most vulnerable populations, and prepare for the next health crisis because there will be others. You know, and the United States is going to continue to do our part. Today, I'm announcing the United States will share critical COVID-19 technologies through the World Health Organization COVID-19 Technology Access Pool. This is all about trying to get as many people around the world as possible to be submissive, to get these shots. Once you get these shots, then you got to get the next one, get, get the next one. It's no longer about there's no such thing. There as, is no last shot. There's no last shot. There's no such thing as being fully vaccinated. And the way that they're going to be able to monitor this is with everybody having a digital footprint, everybody being forced to show proof that their shots are up to date. This is a part of getting everybody into the technocracy movement around the world. Ushering in just like they've got in China. Everybody's everybody's got their digital uh, their digital footprint, and they and they would love it for actually for it to be in, implanted in your hand, right? Like a chip in your in your hand. We've talked about that before. But if they but they have to have it on your phone. That's fine. It'll be just like China to where you you won't be able to buy groceries or do anything until you've shown that you're up to date on your on your your shots and that your social credit score shows that you're worthy. You're, you're a good little soldier when it comes to uh, keeping your mouth shut and only spouting thanks to the disinformation governance board here in the United States of America and other uh, similar situations around the world that you're that you're a good little socialist soldier. That's what this is all about. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond to be here to talk about the story that's gone national today. San Diego did something so insane that it's actually made national news. And he's going to be here to share, share it with you guys. And you're going to want to hear what he has to say. So come on back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego.
You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Yes, you are. That's exactly who you're listening to. And glad to have you guys with me tonight, 888-344-1170. Glad to have this gentleman with me tonight to hopefully make some sense out of what San Diego County Supervisors did um, on May 10 this week. It's uh, San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond, and he joins me now. Hey, Supervisor, thanks for being back on the Andrea Kay Show. Andrea, great. Thanks very much for having me. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, um, wow. I, you know, I'm reading some of the, and this, and actually the article I read today was Breitbart News did a national story on this. And as I'm reading, um, uh, some of the uh, ordinances that the San Diego County supervisors passed by a three to two vote. I don't even understand some of this. They supposedly, y'all supposedly by three to two vote adopted the United Nations Convention on the Elimination of Discrimination Against Women, an international treaty that was adopted in 79, then signed by Carter, but it was never ratified. I never even heard of that treaty. But then they, which, but that, you know, is typical of Democrats to try to pick the name of something that sounds good for women when it's really not. Tell everybody what's going on here. Well, you know, they, they tied that convention. There actually it was a resolution by the U.N. And the United States has never uh, adopted this, uh, you know, uh, resolution uh, for, since 1979, even though we had very Democratic, uh, um, you know, presidents. We had Clinton. We had Obama. You know, and, and now uh, Biden hasn't uh, done anything to accept it. Well, what happened is this this convention is, is trying to um, eliminate the discrimination against women, which it absolutely is fine. It, that's good. Mm-hmm. But what we happened, what came to the Board of Supervisors here in San Diego County is the fact that they put in a new definition for women. And that included both transgender and, and biological men as for a definition for women. So that opened the door then for biological men to be in women's sports and also for also to be in women's facilities, you know, in the restrooms and the locker rooms and things like that and able to compete for scholarships. So really they took a non-discrimination you know, uh, uh, piece of material, you know, from the UN mm-hmm. and then put in their own definition of a woman. And we, we spent hours and hours on this at the board meeting of it. It was three hours and then, Two weeks prior is another three hours. But basically, it was this great convention's you know, um, uh, resolution which was uh, uh, for the U.N., which was very good at the time, still is today. But now with the new de- definition of a woman, it just opens up too many doors, and I voted against it. And that, so I'm sure the, the other side is going to be blaming me for voting against, you know, eliminating the discrimination against women when that's exactly what they, they did by inserting this new definition of a woman and allowing biological men in sports and into their restrooms. Well, yeah, I mean, that's so typical of the, the classic Dems. They're great at the the wordsmithing, right? Like, uh, you know, the Affordable Care Act from Obama was never affordable, right? Um, no. You know, they tried to push through in uh, Congress uh, yesterday, they tried to push through the Women's Health Protection Plan. There's nothing about uh, women's health that you're protecting when you're trying to, you know, uh, legalize infanticide where there's no restrictions on, you know, uh, abortions up and into the birth canal at, at, with a full-term pregnancy. I mean, it's it's insane. Um, this does not, my understanding of what I can understand, Jim Desmond, um, is that this is an assault on women in San Diego County. It says, and this is from Breitbart, 
quote, women and girls shall mean those who identify as women and girls, including transgender women and gender nonconforming. I don't even know what gender nonconforming is, Jim Desmond. I, I'm not even sure either, but I, I, I you know, it's, I, I'm not sure either what it, what it means, but it, it just opens that door for, you know, biological men and women's sports and, and, and which is discriminatory against women. Right. In my opinion. It, right. It, and so it, it's, it's even, you know, another example is they try to put that Voting Rights Act. The Voting Rights Act uh, had nothing to do with, you know, voting rights. It was more than it was more of a takeover of the voting uh, mechanism by the federal government instead of leaving it to the states. And so, they, you know, they put all these terms in there, and that's exactly what happened. They redefined a woman and, and it put it on this non-discrimination uh, resolution. Yeah, it's even worse than saying um, that transgender biological males who are in the process of trans you know transforming their bodies by you know getting rid of testosterone and removing their male parts and trying to to have women parts it's even worse than that with these things like gender non-conforming because isn't that non-conformance when you're born a male and you try to become a woman um, those assigned female at birth include non-binary uh, intersex communities this is just complete insanity uh, letter G says gender shall mean the characteristics of women men girls and boys that are social constructed um, as, as a social construct gender can vary among cultures and can change over time so I, I, it, this is just a free for all that just leaves the door open for anybody to do whatever they want to do against a girl in the workplace in a school in a sports facility in a sports athletic event um, letter H really has me confused Jim Desmond um, we're talking okay. to Jim we're talking to Jim Desmond um, San Diego County Supervisor from the Board of Supervisors. Gender equity shall mean the redress of discriminatory practices and ensuring equitable conditions that enable women and girls to achieve full substantial equality with men, except men are going to be competing with them, recognizing the needs of women and men may differ, except they've just blown apart any difference between men and women resulting in fair and equitable outcomes. This includes the redress of discriminatory practices, ensuring I can't even keep reading this, Jim Desmond. It, it's so nonsensical. Well, it is. And, and you know, I, if somebody wants to be transgender, fine, you know, have at it, you know, you have all the rights and freedoms to do that, but you can't, your rights can infringe upon the rights of others. And so to be transgender, okay, that's fine, but you're, you cannot then, you know, use women's restrooms. I, I think that's, you know, that is infringing on biological women's rights for privacy. So it's, it's, uh, it was crazy. Um, and I knew it would get construed in, in, uh, in the press and which is unfortunate, but. You know, I I don't think biological men should be competing against women, or, and they should not definitely not be in their restrooms and and, and locker rooms. That's just treading on the rights of biological women. That's why I voted no. Well, it's actually making women unsafe. We know that they tried to hide it in Loudoun County, where this uh, boy in a skirt raped a girl, and instead of you know uh, him being. Uh, arrested and charged with a crime, they shoved him over, over to another school, and he did it there. There's no such thing as gender equity when you. W- there can't be gender equity when you blow apart and and you define gender as whatever anybody wants it to be on any given day. And what I understand from a friend who was at this meeting is that there was a lot of gamesmanship going on with Nathan Fletcher, where he tried to hide the fact that biological males will be allowed to go into the restroom with underage biological girls and women. Yes. That was, uh, they, they had the attorney state something about 
sports. And they said the agenda item really had nothing to do with sports. However, that definition of a woman that they gave, which is what they inserted into this UN resolution, that definition left things wide open. But the the pre the UN uh, resolution did not. But that new definition that was very very broad, and anybody can you know be anybody they want to be, which is fine. But they, you, you got to draw the line somewhere as far as, as women's safety and and privacy. Well, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As as a, as as a, I remember clearly what it was like being a young girl, then being a teen, being a young adult woman. You should be allowed to to um, have your own sense of modesty for your life and your own comfort level, um, even around other, you know, women in a locker room. But to force young girls to be in the presence, like with this Leah Thomas, uh, you know, swimmer who has male genitalia yeah. that he just, you know, whips all around everywhere because he identifies as a woman, he's allowed to show his men genitalia, you know, around women openly in a locker room. You know, the, what this, all of this does is it's, it's, it's a, a form of sexual harassment against women that has and so now I think that's their title 10 protections I think that came under title 10 have been title 11 have been removed from young girls and going forward I don't know what this means for the women of San Diego County I mean did they put did did um, this come out with a list of here's how this is going to be implemented for San Diego County No, this is more political chess something. I mean, it's, it's, there was no really implementation of it at all. It was just adopting this, this new UN resolution with this new definition of a woman. There really was no implementation. And, and unfortunately, you know, we've got homeless issues. We've got gas prices accelerating. We've got people who, you know, can't afford groceries. We've got homelessness. We've, we've got not enough housing in San Diego County. We've got all these other real problems. And this is just kind of political grandstanding. And, and uh, you know, we, we got a lot of pushback. We had many, many speakers on the item and, and they got a little bit rowdy in the, uh, the chambers there. And, and, you know, we're bringing it upon ourselves by taking these national issues and putting them forefront in San Diego County when really we have nothing's going to really change. This is, this is just more of taking a side and political chestnut something and, and nothing is really going to happen unless somebody's discriminated against maybe and brings a case forward uh, as far as a male go a biological male you know going into a women's restaurant I, restroom I don't know it's it's just kind of crazy and I, I don't think much is going to come of it other than the statements made by by either side well I hope so because I can certainly imagine uh, always thinking that the second, third, and fourth level implications of of things that the, the Democrats they push their agenda twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three sixty five. And I get, I would I would hazard a guess that right now there's some people on some school boards around uh, San Diego County right now that are preparing um, to implement some changes in the schools because now they've been given a green light. And I think there should have been an implementation plan because without it. Uh, we've got people that are going to, you know, get, you know, uh, take this ball and run with it. And, yeah. you know, and that's that's a concern for me. Thank you for doing the right thing and voting against this. Um, because well, you're welcome. Yeah, we got real real problems. And you know what's going to happen? We're probably going to have abortion in the next month or two as a as a, another county agenda item, which won't change a thing in the state of California, but it'll be another agenda, you know, a very emotional uh, topic uh, coming up soon. It's just, 
you know, one right after another. And, and uh, we got real work and real business and, uh, to take care of. Homelessness being number one. That is number one right now. And when we've got, we heard news the other day, a couple of days ago, we've now, uh, the median price of a home in San Diego County is now a million dollars. I think it was 600000 a year ago, and I thought that was absolutely crazy. I talked to a realtor friend of mine the other day, and she says a one-bedroom condo, she, she uh, showed a one-bedroom condo in an area that wouldn't be safe for a lot of people to go to that, you know, for $400,000. I mean, it's just, you, you, it's, it's unaffordable to live here. And while it's unaffordable to live here, we're continuing to bring in people, you know, migrants that can't afford to live here. I mean, you know, it's, it's just insane. And, um, I, I haven't, I know that, um, the we don't have time to get into it. I don't know how you feel about Gavin Newsom's uh, idea of you know care courts uh, where people with you know mental issues, mental health issues, and drug issues can be hospitalized. But I you know I know that's controversial. But um, I actually think it's a good idea. Do you? I think we, we need to get these people that have mental health and are dealing with life with drugs and alcohol on the streets off the streets and into care. I, I yeah. absolutely do. And we've got the means to do it. It's just if they don't want it, we can't force them into right. it. And we, the state has our, our hands tied behind our back. So, um, yeah, we've got. And we also, well, <laughs> another tangent is law enforcement. We've got over 400 openings on our San Diego Sheriff's Department. We cannot fill. 400? People, 400 openings on our, on our Sheriff's Department. We cannot fill because we are not getting people that are willing to sign up. We just had a person in Escondido who has been arrested 10 times oh. in the, since 2022 for, dr- for uh, drugs and um, uh, firearms uh, charges, and he, and he keeps being let free. So we have a really hard, uh, big issue with you know, crimes going up, with being able to get enough uh, police uh, and, and sheriffs uh, to, to sign up for these jobs because yeah. people are retiring quickly because they're not being... They're not being. They're not getting the respect they need or the resources. And and when they do all the hard work and arrest somebody, and then they get back out on the street in a couple hours, it's very frustrating. Well, plus we we purged uh, during COVID, right? Because if you you know if you yeah. didn't want to you know be forced to get the jab, that was a time to retire. So you know I don't know if maybe you know the sheriff's department. Listen, if y'all willing to take a middle aged you know little five foot two, hundred six pound blonde, you know maybe I'll throw, <laughs> maybe I'll be a you know try to take my uh, you know take my chances as a sheriff's deputy um, making a joke there but we do need to do something yeah. Um, because yeah. yeah it's dangerous times here we don't have as bad of a crime problem Jim Desmond as LA does right now and San Francisco but it's increasing and it's really scary and meanwhile uh, the Nathan Fletchers are worried about some something called non-binary inter- intersectionality kind of nonsense and it's insane um, thank you. Yep. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for voting down on this. And um, hopefully we'll have you back real soon to continue the discussion on what we need to do for San Diego County. Andrew, thank you very much. You're hitting the nail on the head with talking about these subjects. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And y'all stay tuned because we got more to talk about on the other side of the break here on the Andrea K show. So don't you go nowhere. Why? And here's the question. Why is everybody suddenly going after Kathy Barnett in Pennsylvania, including Trump? Come on back. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. From hero to zero, last week, I think it was Kathy Barnett, there was a debate in Pennsylvania 
And she went viral and the conservatives and Republicans were like, who is this woman? She is magic. Um, she talked about being not just and it wasn't just because of the shocking revelations that she made that she was the byproduct of a rape. Um, but it was also um, just a, a, her conservative MAGA America first opinions that she had and and many people were like you know it's it been and it statistically it became a three-way tie after that and um i really thought at least (laughs) president trump would have some nice things to say about her well uh, when he first endorsed dr oz and a lot of the hardline conservatives were like you know why is he going at this is wrong dr oz was you know you could find clip after clip of him being you know a pro uh you know roe v wade and he was so far up fauci's hiney and so pro shots and pro masks and i mean it, it and literally i i had to stop listening to sean hannity and have not listened to him since because of him and dr oz the daily the daily fauci you know prop Fauci up segment when we're I'm talking summer of 2020 when it was clear by that point and and even Trump started stopped having Fauci at the microphone every day because it was clear that um, he had already lied about the masks and it was clear that that the data that he pushed out was wrong it was clear what Fauci's game was and Fauci and Hannity were still pushing it um, but I said at the time that when when Trump endorsed Oz, that I think he did it not just out of loyalty. And I said this last week, not just out of loyalty, but also prag- pragmatism. Trump is a, is is pragmatic. Um, and he felt like the celebrity name recognition, because it's the conventional wisdom when you're running for office, that if you've got the name recognition, that's everything. That's why people spend so much money. That's why the people that have the, the most money in their campaign coffers typically win because they're able to get what? Name recognition. And that typically drives the votes. However, when Kathy Barnett went viral for that video of her talking about being the byproduct of rape, it got attention to every all of her other positions. She's neck and neck. She could win this. So I, I and then after the revelations of uh, uh, Dr. Oz in Turkey, to me, I think that she would be the winnable candidate, and I I feel like he should be backing her. I do too. And as and, you and I were talking about off the air, I, and I think here it, here is the key. Trump shouldn't really concentrate on celebrity. If he's the kingmaker that he thinks he is, and I do believe he is, he could back somebody like Kathy Barnett or somebody that doesn't have as much name recognition and get them to win. Right. And instead, he came out today with uh, she's instead uh, Trump came out today, made some comments. She can't win. Other Republicans have come out and said that she's overstated her military service. They're doing everything that they can to come out this woman. And I think that that's wrong. If you believe so much in your candidate, Trump or run your or, candidate, then run your candidate. Then Dr. Oz should be able to win this on his own. He shouldn't have to be propped up by anybody pushing him on uh, the American people. And Trump tends to listen too much to the establishment. Trump, I mean, how many times have we been told Mitt Romney has to be our candidate because he's electable? We got to go with the electable. Let me translate what that ter- what that means to be electable. It means that it's not somebody who's a true conservative because the establishment isn't true conservatives, right? How can you know this? Because Ronna McDaniel uh, promised uh, that if you gave money for her and the RNC to fight the election fraud that took place, that they would actually do something to fight the election fraud that took place. They raked in $400 million and spent how much in fighting the election? Nada. 
Where is Ronald McDaniel right now in regards to this movie, 2000 Mules? The Republican Party, the establishment are center left. They're not conservative. And they're and they're going after Kathy Barnett. And let me tell you what it does for me is it establishes, you know what, Kathy Barnett's my girl. That's what it tells me. And again, you and I both love Trump. He listens to the wrong people. I think he listens to the establishment. Uh, The idea that we've got to run somebody squishy center left in order to win is bad strategy. Trump proved that himself. Trump's own blueprint for success is you can come down the escalators and say things that the squishy establishment rhinos will never be willing to say. And you know what? It worked. That's how you tear down that blue wall of Michigan and Wisconsin, because he was willing to say what the what the average American. American was already thinking that we got to seal the border because we're tired of having our minority Americans having to compete for jobs with people that are breaking and entering. Right. He he was willing to say things he's to the African-American community, to the women of this country. He was the most pro-life candidate on the campaign trail, actually said, I will ban. These are children in the womb. I will ban. I will do everything I can to overturn Roe v. Wade. I'm going to appoint justices to the Supreme Court that are going to overturn Roe v. Wade. Never been a Republican establishment candidate ever willing to say those things. And he won And so can she. He's going against his own blueprint for success here. So I, you know, and don't don't come at me that I'm anti-Trump. Look, I, I call balls and strikes and I don't care who you are. I don't have any, because for me, my definition of a win is not something that having an R after their name. That's not a win for me. A definition of a win for me is somebody who's going to move the ball forward and actually advance conservatism. It's not a win for me if somebody's going to come and just and 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 be a John McCain who thinks that there's some way to be bipartisan with communists. That's not a win for me. A win for me is MAGA. On that, do you think Kathy Barnett, if she won, that Trump would come down and congratulate her? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think he would. I do. I think that I think that he, you know, is legit, you know, trying to balance thinking, you know, I think he I think he uh, gives credit sometimes where credit isn't due. I don't believe that Dr. Oz has evolved on abortion like Trump has. I it, it when Trump talks about abortion and and how his mind changed because of a family member, it. it was authentic. It was genuine. Doc, there is nothing even remotely genuine about Dr. Oz. And I can feel his inauthenticity oozing through the cameras. And I think that uh, Trump, uh, just like Trump endorsed out here in the governor's race, that guy who had no chance of winning when Trevor uh, was the guy that should have been backed. Uh, John Cox, he backed John Cox for governor. That, and that's how we ended up getting Newsom, because the Republican establishment told him that John Cox was the person that he should get behind. I think if he would have endorsed and, Trevor, we'd have a different governor. Yeah, Absolutely. John Cox didn't even bother to campaign. Didn't even bother to campaign. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. We come back. I think I told y'all we were going to cover this last hour and we didn't get to it. Um, it has to do with um, some comments that were made. Do we, should we, we don't want to tell them what show we're pulling the clip from. You got to stay tuned to hear this I crazy incident, but we're not going to tell you where it came from. But you got to know that this is what's being said. So come on back to the Andrea K Show. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, I'm not sure if Skins and I talked about this on the break or on air, but it does appear as though the Supreme Court justices are back in in session and hopefully they're talking. they're talking and hopefully that means they're actually going to get a job done. I don't know why it would take months between a draft opinion and opinion getting done. I mean, do they work? I mean, do they only work like three hours a week? I you mean, what I'm hoping, Andrea, is that they're discussing the fact we need to get this decision out now. Yeah, they need to get it out. Um, you know, that polling shows that the um, uh, repeated polling since that draft opinion has come out, that the number one issue for the American people right now is the economy. Um, it's only getting worse by the day. Uh, parents right now are worried about being able to feed their kid. So, in fact, there was another poll that was done that said when it comes to single issue voters in regards to abortion, the voting base as single issue voters has increased, but it's increased with Republicans. So people are pretty fixed in their position on abortion. A lot of Americans understand that um, a lot of Americans also understand that this is would only return it to the states. So there's no reason uh, for the Supreme Court, you know, to be holding up this uh, decision in terms of uh, America's reaction. In fact, you're only going to make it worse the longer you wait. So do your job. You've been hired to do a job. If you're too weak to do it and stick to your opinions because, you know, some, uh, you know, pink hat wearing people outside that were sent by Ruth, uh, then you should resign your position as Supreme Court. Um I'm, oh, excuse me. My right eye is itching. I think that means that I'm going to be mad about something. Or is that if my left eye itches, I'm going to be mad it about something? It means actually you have a call because Sean, Mar- uh, Sean from San Marcos actually wants to talk about Kathy Barnett. Oh, okay. Well, we might as well take that call before I move into um, the clip from the show that we don't want y'all to know it came from. Uh, Sean from San Marcos. Welcome to the Andrea Hello. K. Show. Hey, hon. Hello. Good evening. And um, I just heard uh, a brief portion of what. You and Potato Skins were talking about on uh, Kathy Barnett is her name. Yeah, and I'm call- okay. So look, I'm calling because, and I know that you support Newsmax because you're on it. Okay, mm-hmm. so but let me just say, last night I happened to see um, an editorial from uh, Greg Kelly, and he he was um, he showed a clip of her that uh, okay showed a clip of her um, an old clip of her basically going you know she's basically um, at George Washington's, um, someplace, uh, I forget what it is. Oh, the, the, the house. Okay. And, and anyway, the clip shows that she's basically talking very, this has, you know, she has this woke attitude about, and, and so his editorial is basically, we don't know a lot about her. She came out of nowhere and you need to be careful. So, so people need to, before they, I think before they vote for her, they really need to check her out is all I wanted to say, because I know that, there's a lot of contention in between the what the three Republicans that are mm-hmm. going at it, but um, you know the Democrats—they're sneaky. Come on, we all know this. Yeah, they want to put somebody in right under the under the radar. So, um, and so I, are you I saying? Well, it, you know, with you tonight. Well, you know right. what? That's actually a good point. Um, I think that we do need to do our due diligence. I think that people need to, you know, really investigate who somebody is. Um, just like we, you know, I've got questions and concerns about Oz. Got to be. I've right. interviewed Kathy Barnett a couple times at CPAC. Or, um, her, oh, yeah, oh, her, oh, um, okay. you know, oh, her okay. background okay. seems. But I, you, your points are well made. We need to be looking into everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh-huh. think that I know mm-hmm. that she was critical of 
Trump in 2016, but so was J.D. Vance uh, and J.D. Vance, who who referred to Trump as as the next Hitler, got Trump's got Trump's <laughs> endorsement. I do think it's also right. a good point about the Democrats because when they're on CNN tonight, they would love for a Trump endorsed candidate to fail. So I think the Democrats right. want Kathy Barnett to to um, to defeat Dr. Oz because of that. And so what right. we need to do as voters, whether we're in Pennsylvania or here, is I think we need to right. find the the candidate who as we delve into them and press them and question them and investigate them that we find we we vote for who is the most MAGA candidate we can Sean got to leave it there because I'm up against a break Um, actually ending the show so thank you for calling in Um, okay so should we maybe just save this for tomorrow night and tease it out I think we got time you think we got time? All right. Um, I think we should play this clip. And I apologize for playing the clip of this woman who, if we had done our job and canceled her, as Skin says, she wouldn't be around. But I think it's the reason why we need to play this clip for you. It's regarding abortion, because the the Democrats want to portray us pro-life Americans as the extremists when you really need to, to be reminded daily of who the real extremists are. And these are people that think that it's OK to take baby formula from American citizen baby and give it to to, uh, illegals. They think it's okay to um, have infanticide. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm going long. Uh, Clip three. A conversation that's limitations, un- but not yes, this outlawed. is an uncomfortable conversation we have to have. At what point does a baby in the womb have rights? Listen, it, it doesn't matter what you think, when you think it is. If I don't think that's, that that's when that it even, is, is it but, the it, but, month? but is it the but, third but, trimester? But listen, but I don't have this. I don't have to tell you. It's none of your business. It's your decision. Yeah. what you do with your body and how your family it's works. A really and for me, I don't care what your religious beliefs are. But it's not even religious. It's but it really is. This is all based yeah, in uh, this has nothing to do with religion. So I guess under Whoopi's idea that, um, uh, well, we're out of time. I think we're going to have to continue this discussion tomorrow night about when is uh, about the left basically saying that, that it, an unborn child, preborn child has no rights. And it's all up to the mother to decide. And that can get really scary when we're talking about uh, post-birth. Thanks for being here tonight. Thanks for our callers. We'll continue the discussion tomorrow night right here at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. This is the Andrea K. Show.